Welcome to Hearts and Minds. My name is Catherine McMahon and I'm joined here with Maura Cassidy. Today we're going to talk about spiritual direction, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting topic actually, I have to say, and uh, hopefully we'll give it, we'll do it justice. Yes, it's a very big topic. Um, and what can happen with some, as you say something, they've counter-contradicted. So I hope there isn't too much of that going on. But anyway, I suppose the first thing to say at the outset, what is it? Because it can sound a little bit sort of fluffy, you know, or very big and sort of challenging and, you know, whatever. So I think the thing is spiritual direction is effectively what it is, is talking to someone who can help us or guide us in our spiritual life. That's what it is. And, um, and that person, you know, some people would call them, you know, talk about spirituality, but that's not the same thing. And I suppose as Catholics, what you're looking for is somebody who has a deep knowledge and respect and love for the Catholic faith, to grounded in it, um, but also that expertise or experience of guiding souls. Um, so they, you know, could be a priest or a layperson, doesn't have to be a priest. Um, and obviously they themselves have experience of a spiritual life. Um, which is very important mm-hmm. to, you know, they're So that they have knowledge, theological knowledge, but also the experience. Exactly. And also know how to guide souls, because it is an art as well as um, science. So that's, I suppose, and then I, I think it's helpful as well to think, because um, sometimes people think spiritual direction, you have to sound very mystical and have very special experiences and almost be like a St. Teresa of Avila levitating, and then you should be doing spiritual direction. Quite the opposite, in fact. It's quite practical. And there's certain topics that come up in spiritual direction, you know, such as, for example, well, what's your current relationship with God, if any, at the moment? Um, you know, do you talk to him in, in the prayer, in prayer, or do you, what's your sacramental life like? You know, do you mm. go to mass, confession, um, what, or would you like to, you know? Um, virtues, you know, what does my faith look like? What is it the practice of it look like in my person? You know, um, faith, hope, charity, obviously there are, virtues, theological virtues, but then the human virtues, you know, of everything from fortitude to generosity to honesty to humility, all of that. Mm. It doesn't mean that we have to have it all worked out or yeah. sussed. I think it's like not to look at it as an ex- not as an exam, but like you're expected to have answers that, that sound somewhat yeah. good, but it isn't really. It's just, you know, it's you starting yourself, off. Yeah. It's, it, it, I suppose it's, it's important. I, I always, okay, t- t- so I suppose I just told you the nuts and bolts really. Mm. And then I think too, as you say, it's not about being the expert, you know. Um, I think it's almost helpful when you think of somebody who's an elite athlete, you know, and you think, you may think you'd like to be like them, but most of us might think, aren't they great? But I would like to be healthy. You know, and a lot of us are out walking or see, doing whatever we're doing during COVID and um, realizing how much it's benefited us physically and maybe emotionally and psychologically as well. Well, spiritual direction is, it's our spiritual life is also is a part of our identity, huge part of it. And it's looking to see, well, how can I grow in my spiritual life? You know, I may not become the elite athlete, although we're all called to go to heaven. So um, that's important. But I think is that it's not like an exam. It's not like a stress test. It's not like, you know, maxing out. It's about where do I encounter God in my day? Am I things like questions like, am I doing God's will? A lot of people ask themselves that question. Mm. Well, spiritual direction is about discovering God's will for you vocationally maybe uh, we all have a path a vocation in life um but it's also the vocation of every day you know as lay people it's my job my family my social life my stuff all of that where do i find god in that you know a lay spirituality is very different to a religious spirituality a lay spirituality would suggest that you don't make something holy by just throwing holy water on it by saying prayers over it although those things are beneficial or you don't distance yourself from your reality exactly. thinking that 
only distancing yourself will you find God. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's actually confronting your reality. You know, uh, it's you know it could be about having the hard hard conversations or whatever it is, confronting your reality and growing through it, and you know having God with you in that. Um, I think it's helpful to zoom out the lens a little bit and think. Well, what do the Gospels tell us about spiritual direction? It's interesting to know that spiritual direction has been a tradition in the church since you know the hermits in the desert in Egypt. You know, it's very much, and it's in the Old Testament, you know, there's, you know, basically a blind man is presumably with nobody else to blame but himself mm. for not making his path. In other words, we can't self-direct, you know. Um, you know, that's basically, we need a compass and that compass, God doesn't leave us to sort of sit there and are taught thinking, mm, bemusedly, wonder. Or looking for signs. Exactly, are, yeah. yeah, or UFOs or whatever, <laughs> is that they're usually, it's, it's a person, you know. Anyway, in the gospel, it's nice to see, you know, how our Lord often tells parable and then he falls silent, you know. And I think what I'd love to do now in the podcast is to sort of explain what spiritual direction isn't. Because mm. I think that's some of the things, certainly when, I was younger and I heard the word spiritual direction I thought, oh no, I wouldn't be into that. It, for me, it sounded like somebody prying into my life, which I didn't really know what I wanted anyway and I didn't know what that life looked like. Yeah. Like I had no think, spiritual life to talk about. You think it's a, an element of control? Yes. I, yeah, that that this is an added thing, like on top of it, you you have, you know, your job and everything and then on top of it, you have somebody telling you what you need to do yeah. in your spiritual life. So you're like, please, no, thanks. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like some sort of, a, I don't know, some sort of guru who's there kind of... <laughs> Cross-legged on yeah, the floor. Yeah, really. So that's obviously not a helpful image because it's clearly not the case. Um, when you think of all the saints had spiritual directors, St. Saint, Saint Teresa of Avila had a spiritual director, St. Mm-hmm. Maria had a spiritual director, you know, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta had a spiritual director. But boy, were they agents of their own lives. Yeah. You know, they didn't have a spiritual director sitting in, you know, the corner of their eye just to consult with just in case, you know, like on a set of a film. How did that look? You know what I mean? So... I think it's interesting when you look at our Lord, he tells a parable, he doesn't explain it, he doesn't elaborate, um, which is what we'd expect him to do. And then he leaves his ears to to draw their own conclusions. And I was just thinking, but what does that what what does that tell us about the way Jesus expects us to live our lives? Um, you know, he leaves us up to it leaves it up to us to consider things in the silence of our hearts. You know, so that's the point, I suppose. There is an intimacy about our own spiritual life that only we inhabit. Mm -hmm. And spiritual direction doesn't, it's it's not like somebody taking over the driving of the car. You know, they move over, I'll take over the driving seat. That's not the role of spiritual direction. Spiritual direction really is spiritual accompaniment. So it's up to each individual themselves to inhabit that spiritual space first. So in other words, you know, what is, when I talk to Jesus, who is Jesus to me? Mm. And who am I to Jesus? And what does prayer look like? And learning how to pray. That's really, really important. Learning what the, what the, I suppose, um, what the Catholic faith teaches us. You know, what is, you know, what is, the, what is the roadmap of Catholic faith? You know, if you're to consider it like a landscape, what are the motorways? What are the big topics? You know, God, heaven, hell, to mention the bad word, grace, sacraments, redemption, salvation. You know, and we need to kind of, we need to get classes on that, doctrine classes, you know. Um, and there are great books out there that we can read, like The Faith Explained by Tresse, which sort of brings the faith down into its yeah, because you need bite a, size. It is helpful to have, it's not to kind of curtail anybody to think, you know, well, I don't know any of this knowledge, you know, about the faith and therefore, you know, going to spiritual direction is is not for me. I think they can go hand in hand, yes. you know, um, because there is an element of, I think if you if you only receive things in the theoretical form and you're not practicing it and you're yeah. not making it your own, it becomes very onerous 
And yeah, yeah, well, you and can so start thinking yeah. you have to apply everything all simultaneously. And yeah, that's not the and it point becomes kind of heavy. Whereas yeah. if you if you go hand in hand with it and you're receiving um, spiritual nourishment in the sense of, you know, good books and good material or classes that can actually feed your mind and understanding your faith. And then you put it into practice. Mm, yeah. You know, I, I think the two go hand in hand very nicely. Mm. And yeah. yeah, it's a bit like, say, you go into a language class. You can't just show up to an advanced language class and hope to be able to understand what's going on. You need to go off and get the book and get your head around what are the basics of grammar in this language. And then try to start to practice the language. Yeah, and what does it, it sound like? And then the teacher, there's some sort of matrix or scaffolding or whatever in your brain that you can hang things off. But if there's nothing to hang things off, spiritual direction will fall dead. So it's, it's the two components. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think learning, you know, our faith, sometimes we do it a disservice by thinking, you know, because it's God and he's like a friendly grandfather and he's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cheap love. Well, it'll all just happen beautifully wrong. There's a certain amount of application that we need um, in, in this. Um, it's, it's a little bit like a coach, you know. Um, you know, coach is there to kind of go, okay, check your vitals and go, well, okay, where are you at physically? You know, where do you want to get to? These are the basics you need to think about. Is it cardio you need? Is it this? Is it that? Is it the other? Well, in spiritual direction, something similar happens to us, you know, is that... Um, you know, as I said, the topics that we'll bring up, sometimes it's a case of going, well, I, need, I don't even know how to pray well. So it's in spiritual direction, you know, sometimes we can get really, you know, you can get really uptight about that, thinking, oh my God, I don't have a method. And mm. I remember hearing somebody saying to me once in spiritual direction, look, you don't need a method. You pray as you are. And I just remember taking a couple of chapters actually from the book The Way by St. Rosa Marie and finding it just so refreshingly open and sincere and accessible. So, or pick up the gospel. So that could be the focus of your spiritual direction, just trying to talk to God. And that can take ages, you know? Yeah, and I think it, it, when you see somebody as the years go by who've, who have received spiritual direction, you, you notice a certain... Um, simplicity, yeah. and I think at the beginning, when you're when you when you're doing spiritual direction, you can get very complicated. Not complicated, but you can get kind of caught up in something like mm. you know, like a dot. You mm. know the way sometimes when you have a spot on your mm. face is the only thing you mm. look at. Well, it's the same with you know your spiritual life. You can tend to kind of polarize on one thing that's bothersome about what you think is not right about you. And spiritual direction is somebody from from the outside saying, but sure, Mm. it's not really that Mm. important. And just Mm. externalizing, half of the the benefit, I think, of spiritual direction is actually externalizing, like Mm. speaking out Mm. what you're actually thinking in your head Mm. and sharing that with somebody. Mm. Um, Yeah. I I remember when somebody in a talk describing it as like meeting somebody for a cup of coffee, Mm. at regular regular intervals in your life. And everything, God, that sounds kind of nice. Who's paying for the coffee? But um, I thought that was very helpful because it is that exactly as you say, it's that sense of somebody being heard and somebody else being able to zoom out the lens. And also it's, this, it's, it's a space of grace, mm. you know, and I think that's important. You know, it's not a guru. It's not kind of an expert coach or something like that. It's somebody who like it because it is a sacred space. You know, and the saints, certainly St. Josemaria used to say that outside the sacrament, spiritual direction, you get down on your knees if you're stepping into, you know, if somebody's giving you permission mm. to hear what's in their soul. And, 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 and that's, and I think that's very helpful. But as you say, I think, yes, it is, it is very much a sense of. You get down on your knees metaphorically. Obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry, excuse <laughs> Sorry, me. Just, yeah, in that, that, just in case people thought that was what you did. No, not remotely. And you can go for a walk, you can do whatever you like. Um, I think as well, it's helpful to think about spiritual direction in terms of, you know, self-awareness, self-knowledge, because um, sometimes what can happen is we can be experts in the faith. You know, we know it very, very well and we could practically do a PhD on it or maybe not. But but then the problem is, of course, the challenge is the practice of it. 
And and I think that's where knowing, open to the fact that we're all works in progress and that spiritual direction is, also, is helping us with the practice of our faith. So that doesn't just mean, sh- you know, showing up for mass and the sacraments. It also means becoming Christ. Mm. You know, we become other Christ, ipse Christus, as St. Paul tells us. So that means is is basically walking the talk, the virtues of Christianity. And um, I think that's good because we will sometimes, we, it, can, it can be a bit of an uncomfortable space sometimes because we're sort of discovering motivations in ourselves we didn't know existed. You know, vanity, you go, what's that? Pride, I'm, I'm not proud. You know, because you think proud, pride is some person with yeah. a big head, you know, yeah. literally a massive head. Whereas it's small little, you know, reflections of pride all over the place or maybe I'm just selfish mm. it's horrible or maybe I'm really envious ooh you know so we start discovering all these vices and think oh my god I wouldn't even like to spell them but the truth is that's called being you know St. Josemarie sorry I keep quoting him but I just find him so helpful for this particular topic he says you know the pride will die 24 hours after we die and I think that I have to say that this is very consoling yeah. he says join the club this is what it means to be a human being. And the greatest sign that we're growing and, and journeying in our spiritual faith is when we're, we're, we're putting out the candle to all these little vices. And it's a real struggle, you know, at times. And then you do notice our family members, as you said, do notice sometimes, oh my God, you've got so patient lately. What's with you? What are you eating? You know, you're so zen or whatever. Um, I remember reading this book about... Uh, uh, this is this lady whose whose beatification process has started, and one of her close friends who who lived and worked with her, they were in the same profession, and she said to her once, she said, "Golly, people wouldn't recognise you back at home. You've changed so much." And they both laughed out loud because mm. she'd become very sort of uh, mellow, That's <laughs> and she was really kind of bolshy, yeah, yeah. you know. It's the opposite for <laughs> for me because I remember when I started spiritual direction, I started practicing my faith and everything. I remember after about two or three years, my family saying, gee, you haven't changed a bit, like you're still the same as always, which I think has has a, you know, an advantage as well. Like you don't want to be hugely, you know, kind of absolutely Zen to the point of oh, like no. otherworldly, no, no, you know, no, no, I still no. had the same, you know. Best version defects. of yourself. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and of course, family is great for bringing you down. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, don't yeah. get notions about yourself <laughs> now. Um, I think as well that, you know, we never really have the full picture. We don't really know. We're trying to get to heaven, but we don't really know where we are in that journey. And I think part of the spiritual life, someone's asking yourselves, what's God's will for me? You know, am I really growing? You know, if I died tomorrow, where would I go? <laughs> um, we have to leave that up to God. Hmm. You know, that's not for us to decide. All we can do is stay close to him and get the helps that we can. And this is a great help, you know, that the church gives us. Hmm. You know, there are people out there who do give spiritual direction. You know, I know there are priests and lay people of Opus Dei, for example, who give spiritual direction to a whole variety of people. So, um, and then I think the other thing as well on that line is that, you know, the apostles, when Jesus was ascending to heaven, you know, they did ask him. They said to him, you know, where are you going? And he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And they, they still didn't know where he was going, you know, after being with him for three years and having lived so intensely with him for three years, including the passion, death and resurrection. So um, we don't really have the full picture. But spiritual direction is is that sense of being accompanied always. Mm. And and I think that's something very beautiful. And it gives you a lot of reassurance. Exactly, as well, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I think it is worth saying as well what spiritual direction isn't. You know, as I said at the beginning, it's not um, being told what to do, you know, mm. because we're not children. Um, at the same time, and we, it's often just encouragement, would you think of praying with this or would you think of, you know, I, I sorry to use a personal example, but the other day I um, in spiritual direction, somebody said to me, would you ever think of reading 
um, point 34 and 35 or 33 and 34 days Caritas Est. And I went, what? Holy cow. That's I went, good. my God, that's precise. <laughs> now, really? I said, yeah, definitely. Just because you quoted it, I'm totally going to read it. I said, well, no, it's just really interesting. I can't remember what it was about, but I will go and read it because I only heard it today. But I was just really impressed that that's somebody who's, who's accompanying you. Mm. You know, it's, it's just lovely. But anyway, the other thing I suppose spiritual direction isn't, it's not a quick fix. You know, so, um, and I think in our society, it's so counterculture, you see, is for to hear the gospel sometimes, to reflect in our prayer in it, not to really know what that means for me and to keep praying, looking for lights. And then maybe go to spiritual direction, go, look, you know, I was praying for this during the week and I still don't know. It, it's, it keeps coming back to me, this phrase from the gospel, and I'm not sure why. Is there anything I should be trying to do with this, you know? And, um, and I think that's, that's the, it kind of sometimes closes the circle, but sometimes it doesn't. You know, and only years later, something, aha, or a situation, a difficult situation you're living through at a particular moment, and maybe somebody's encouraging you, look, here you just have fortitude, you know, or you need to be meek, or you need to be humble, or try to keep cheerful, or I'm not sure what God wants of you in this, but, you know, and, and those situations are often the real gold dust, because years later you go, golly, I can see now why that helped me, but at the time I was like... You know, like a possessed animal in, on the inside, maybe. Mm. And I think that's very helpful. Um, and I suppose that's where, um, you know, again, that because we look for so much affirmation in our world, you know, you know, uh, I often see it, you know, sometimes in people when they go looking for advice on something, and it could be just in a work scenario and they're not really happy with it or how it's put to them. You know, typically in work scenarios, you get mentors. Some people might go, well, look, that mentor didn't really suit me. And maybe they didn't. But other times it can be because they're not telling me what I want to hear or they're not saying it that I want to, the way I want it said or I found that a bit direct or a bit strong. And maybe it was, but you can always take something from any bit of feedback. Mm. And I think it's spiritual direction isn't going shopping. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, we do need to find somebody who respects our own spirituality. So if you're a lay person, obviously, lay spirituality is, is what will be helpful. Um, but at the same time, knowing how to hear advice that we might find that just a little bit more challenging is good, you know, mm -hmm. because that means, well, maybe that's where I can grow. And that's where I'm finding that a bit more, you know, and it's, it's uh, you know, what did St. John Henry Newman say? But change is what we need. Mm. And to change often is where holiness lies. And there's almost like there's a two-step process of spiritual direction in the yes. sense that, well, three-step in reality, you you like share whatever is in your heart and your mind. Somebody gives you the advice or gives you some guidelines and everything. But then ultimately you, you have to go away and pray about it. Yes. You know, so in that moment, you mightn't be able to receive it. I'm not thinking like it's going to be huge or whatever, mm. but you you mightn't be able to you, or you don't actually understand it in that mm. moment. And you're kind of going, why is she saying that to me? Mm -hmm. um, but then you go away and pray about it. And maybe in about two or three days time, it kind of the penny sort of drops. Oh, like this actually does make sense now, you know, mm. or you read something that highlights that in another mm. way, like the Holy Spirit blows Works where he wills, yeah, like yeah. He, he really does in that regard. And I think even even our act of faith in doing spiritual direction mm. is in itself um, a, a gift to the Holy Spirit mm. to, to help him, you know, enter into our souls. So it's, it's very good in that realm of just trusting in it, mm. trusting in the process. You know? Yeah, and it is a process. You know, it's not like, you know, in an age of instant messaging and instant information, you know, you're never left for a moment. You know, they talk about the Google Classroom, let's ask Mr. Google. You know, so spiritual direction is definitely not, not like that. 
because there is a process about it. There is a, there is a, there is a, you might say, we have to respect the ways of the soul and the ways of the spirit. And they don't, it's not like a slot machine. You put money in, you get something out. That's cheap. You know, this is something that and respects... And it's also long, not long-lasting. Yeah. N- exactly. Whereas mm. this is something which respects the person. As you said there, you know, so true that so often we hear things, we just can't process them. So, you know, spiritual direction respects that. that and we respect it by going away to pray about it. Mm. Um, and we pray we'll always find the answers that we need. Um, not exactly when we want them, but as God wants them. Uh, and spiritual direction isn't either sort of... Um, you know, that's sort of, as I said, the, the sort of the fixing situation, you know, because um, we can go to spiritual direction and have a lot of stuff going on in our lives, which is challenging, which doesn't have a solution, difficulties, worries, and they won't go away. Our reality won't change, but how we deal with our reality is what changes. And that's because you, you might say you've let off the time bomb, which is really the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's what spiritual direction does. It's, it's almost giving God the permission and the privilege to actually be the great craftsman of our soul. And that's what our souls are made mm. for. You know, if God isn't let in there, well, then the great architecture of our soul will never, ever come to be. Mm. And the great spiritual cathedrals won't ever come to be. So and I also think um, if spiritual direction is too prescriptive. You know what I mean? If like... The spiritual direction is not about, as you say, the quick fix. Like you go to your spiritual spiritual director or whatever, and you say, "Tell me what to do." Mm. If if a person is a very is a good spiritual director, director, they will not tell you what to do. Mm. Like they won't prescriptively tell. Well, you should talk to her about X, Y. No, they'll just guide you in a direction towards mm. the good, true, and beautiful, and say. This is your grand moment to be more generous, be more humble, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But it's ultimately up to you to actually make the steps Mm. and decide on how you Mm. you are going to take Mm. those steps. Mm. So, yeah, Mm. it's it's I think sometimes uh, spiritual direction, the term can can be misguiding in a sense. Mm. It can come across as they're directing that person towards like a GPS, you know, Mm. whereas um, it's more like a medieval map. Where there's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like lots of details are left shades. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe spiritual guidance is possibly a better term, yeah, yeah. terminology for it, you know, it kind yeah. of guiding you towards a direction, mm. you know. But, yeah. And as I said at the beginning, like it's not some big mystical illusion, you know, mm. you don't have to have these great insights or eggs. Ex- oh, know. God, no. Yeah. You know, which some of the saints did have, let's face it, but most of us don't. And it's oftentimes, it's, you know, in spiritual direction, it could be look, you don't, you don't know who Our Lady is, you don't have much devotion to her. And so you might go off and read something about Our Lady, you know, a book about Our Lady. I don't know, about Our Lady of Lourdes or Our Lady of Guadalupe or some saint who's great devotion to her. Uh, and then you go, God, this is great. And then you might just learn how to say the rosary properly because you never knew how to say it with the trimmings. And then you learn how to, to discover Our Lady and Our Lord's life in the rosary or how to offer it up for people or mm. to relate to the mysteries even more. And that's... That could be spiritual direction for weeks. Yeah, you yeah. know, or it could so it's be not like major lights or anything not like that. At all. And if you do, great. But it's not like it's not the measuring stick actually of somebody who's really close to God. Not, not I mean, that's a bit of a sticking your foot in it. But I think there is that that kind of misunderstanding of if somebody's having major lights, then they're actually closer to God. Not not necessarily. No, you know, not at all. Um, um, yeah. And it's, it's you don't have to be very erudite, like. Mm. Some of the recommendations for spiritual direction is it should be done and dusted in 10, 15 minutes, mm. which means you kind of come with your bag of tricks 
you know, when you get used to doing it, the topics like, look, this week I was struggling with this or in my prayer I saw that or look, I'm finding this relationship particularly challenging. I think God is asking me to grow in this virtue. I'm not sure. I'm finding it hard to let go of that resentment or listen, my work was just shot this week. I was wrecked tired. <laughs> I was just a lazy little or whatever. So whatever it is, you know, mm. and that's as, and the person mm. might say, look, you probably need to get a bit of sleep. You're a bit sleep deprived. Um, but listen, you know, what are you praying with? Or when do you pray? And you go, well, oh, close yeah. the knob. Um, but, and it's, yeah, so there's different hues, different shades, different colors, different lights, depending on where you are. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, as you say, turn it into something that it's not. Because mm. it's literally just that, the accompaniment, the sense of God, the beautiful thing about the God of our faith is that he never wants to feel, us to feel alone. He doesn't want to leave us alone. He's not the helicopter father. He would, almost, almost, but he isn't. He's there in the tabernacle, he's there in the sacraments, he's there in prayer and he's also there in spiritual, spiritual guidance. Mm. And I think it's an awful pity that we don't avail of it as much as we could because it does save us from a lot of unnecessary, um, you know, sort of heart-wrenching sort of angsty moments in our life. I think what we'll do as well is that with this podcast, we'll we'll put a blog post accompanying it on, let's say, how do you find a spiritual director? director? Mm. You know, because somebody might be thinking, yeah, that's great, but where do I go? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and yeah. we have the resources anyway underneath, mm. so that'll all go up. Yeah, it's helpful. So. Okay, thank you very much, Maura. Thank you. And thank you very much for listening to us and we'll see you again. 